I'm Christopher Lara with The Digital, joined by Kerry, our VP of Operations, Alyssa, one of our talented digital marketing strategists. And today we're going to talk about what makes a good website. So I know there's a level of subjectivity when it comes to opinions on what makes a good website, but I'm sure we can all agree there are probably some key attributes that make for a good website. Kerry, uh, why don't we start with you and uh, you can get us going on what makes a good website. Okay, great. Um, so I think one of the things um, you want to consider is what is the, the first impression when somebody lands on your website? And keep in mind, they might not always land on the homepage. They might land on a service page or a location page, depending on how they got there. But regardless of how they get there, you want to make sure that at, in the first couple of seconds, they know what, who you are, what type of company you are, and um, maybe what product or service you provide. And most importantly, um, how you can fulfill a need that they're looking for. So, you know, if you're selling, you know, bath products, you don't want the first thing that they see is, you know, a, a landscape outside or something, you know, that you want them to know right off the bat, you know, what it is you provide and how you can help them. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's as simple as does the website um, accomplish what you want it to accomplish? Um, are you looking to inform an individual? Are you looking for them to reach out to you? Um, are you looking for them to be convinced to purchase a product? Um, mm -hmm. So having clear goals and uh, clear way to track that can help you kind of uh, understand if your website's good or not. Yeah, and similar to what you just said, Carrie, from the perspective of a customer, I want to understand the who, what, when, where, why of the company and why I'm on the site. So who they are, what they're offering, when they can provide said product or service, um, where it'll take place online or in person, and why choose that company. Um, so as a user, I would want to have case studies on the site, testimonials, check out reviews before I choose to go with a random, you know, e-commerce company or just any business. So I think that's a really important piece of information that um, businesses should, whether they're e-commerce or not, I think they should have that on their site. So then once they get there and they know who you are, what you provide, you also want them to have a good user experience while they're going through your site. So does the page, do the pages load quickly? Um, is it easy to navigate? So you could have a great first impression, but then as they click around your site, if they can't find what they need, they're going to, you know, find someone else that find another site that's easier to get around. Um, and then also keep in mind that, you know, about half of your traffic is probably going to be for mobile devices. So you want to take a good look at your site and make sure that it's mobile friendly. It might be beautiful on desktop, but if they can't navigate it easily on mobile, they're going to go to another site. Yeah, I think Google famously says um, they like websites that end a user's search intent. Yeah. And one, this is a data point that's not subjective. Um, you know, there's you, your website should load in under three seconds. And I think it's under two seconds for e-commerce. 
So, I mean, you can run your own tests on that using different tools. PageSpeed Insights is a really good one, but you should test your homepage, not just your homepage, but your product pages, your service pages, and just see how they, they stack up against each other. So, I mean, two seconds, we're in the age of consumerism, you know, instant gratification is king. So if that doesn't, if it doesn't load fast, people are going to bounce right off your site and find something else that, that suits them. Right. Because while your, your business or your product is the one and only one for you and, you know, maybe your friends and family, like there's no customer loyalty when it comes to search engines, unless they've purchased from you already before. So speed and usability, user flow, navigation, those are huge impacts on, on your conversions. Yes, all good points. Oh, and speaking of conversions, um, once you have your site is looking great and it's easy to navigate, um, you also want to make sure that it converts. So, um, you know, we often say at the digital that we don't build just pretty websites, but um, money-making websites. So whether it's we generate leads, um, sales. So, you know, it's looking at your analytics. And if you're not getting those leads, you know, finding out why it might be related to user experience or your messaging, um, the speed, things like that. So that's to me, it's, a website is not good unless, you know, it's um, uh, meeting the goals that you're that you're trying to attain. Cool. Um, I can think of some specific examples, you know, having looking at looking at websites all day long that sometimes I'll notice um, that that worth mentioning. Um, I know sometimes when I look at a service page, I will notice that there's no way for the user to contact you. You don't have a phone number on there or a contact form. Um, I know that you might have a contact page, but instead of a user landing on that page and being able to take an action right away to reach out to you, now they have to take another step and go to a different page. And while it seems small, that additional step kind of does lead to uh, less conversions. So just something to keep in mind. Okay. Um, I think it's important to keep ADA in mind. Um, mm -hmm. You know, not everyone is built the same. Some people have different challenges. So, um, you know, the contrast ratio between your, the website background and your text should be clear and easy to read. Um, and just to clarify, ADA stands for American with Disabilities Act. And so websites are considered a, uh, a public accommodation. So, um, you know, legally, you're, you need to make sure that your website is accessible, but also just to be a good, um, a good business owner and, you know, serve to, to everyone who might come to your website, you know, and it, it could be someone who's visually impaired. It could be someone who's um, motor impaired where they can't use their mouse and they have to use the keyboard to tab through your site or they're using some, you know, assistive technology to navigate your site. I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. I just wanted to make sure that, the, that our listeners knew what ADA meant. Yeah, of course. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I see the, the one other kind of big pet peeve sometimes that I run into when looking at a website, it's just really outdated content. Um, maybe you wrote a great piece of content um, five years ago, but the landscape or the 
what your topic has changed a bit and you haven't revisited it, um, to revisiting content, um, to refresh it and make sure that it's up to date and quality content, um, is, I think it's part of having a good website. Yeah, and, and having, um, and dig a little deeper into the quality content. Um, I, I personally don't like sites that, um, you know, they, they don't get to the point. They like to, you know, tell a story and, and you really just, you know, you just want the instructions or you just want to learn about whatever topic you were there for. And then, you know, every other section is an ad and, um, you know, so keep your user in mind. You're not just trying to um, sell, sell, sell every time they're on your site, but, you know, provide the information. Um, and if you provide a good experience and quality content, they're going to, they're going to come back and uh, dig deeper into your site as well. Yeah. Always deliver value, focus on value, and they'll start trusting you as the authority on that topic or service. Yeah. So good point. Yeah. Thinking about authority, um, you know, again, one of search engines, uh, specific Google, uh, one of the things they think about or consider when ranking a website is um, E, expertise, authoritative, trustworthy, trustworthiness. Um, is a page quality indicator. Um, when it comes to topics around YMYL, your money or your life, uh, Google takes particular interest in the author of the content and what qualifications they have. So sometimes by having maybe a bio section on your article where you highlight who the author is, perhaps to offer links to their credentials, um, maybe their LinkedIn page, you're helping to send search engines trust signals about who wrote the content, their qualifications, and why you should trust them. And uh, around certain topics, that's really important. Circling back to ADA compliance, um, it's not necessarily just things that are visible to most people on screen. It's the things that are behind the scenes. So images, sure, they're visible on screen, but for ADA compliance, you do need to write out a description of the image of what it is on the site and ideally include the keywords so you keep feeding search signals to search engines and google index so um, that's something that that not many people think about so the, it's called alternative text for ada compliance and carrie i see you <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna um actually debate you for a minute there yeah, so there's a title tag and the alt tag and so mm -hmm. I agree. You want to try to you try to get the keyword into your title tag if it makes sense. But for the alt tag, you really want to describe what the photo is because people um, in interacting with your site with the screen reader, mm -hmm. well, the screen reader will, will read off your alt text for that image. So oh, yeah. So if you can work it in there naturally, so specifically if you choose an image for, let's say a blog, and that that image only shows up on that blog and it has to do, obviously there's relevance. If you can describe the image and tie the keyword in, that's just a double whammy. And that's usually what I go for. And that's to me, best practice. So that's a good point. Um, but you know, descriptive text that also uses the keyword is just 10 out of 10. Yeah, exactly. All right, I thought we brought, uh, I think we've brought up some really great points. Um, I'll have one like bonus question for you guys, if you're ready for it. 
I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. What is your favorite design element on a website? Or what's something cool that you see on websites that you're, you're really digging right now? Hmm. I think there's a really cool web design trend where people are using font and text in innovative ways. So it's less image heavy and more focused on like modern clean designs with large, almost bubbly font paired with uh, like thin lines and clean fonts. So that that contrast between big and bold and light and elegant, it's it's I really I enjoy that. It's beautiful to me. So you don't necessarily need tons of images on your website to get a point across. That was so well spoken. I'm just going to go for Lissa's. No. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> Thank you to our experts for sharing their thoughts on what makes a good website. If you made it this far, I encourage you to take a look at your own website and think about if it's accomplishing what you need it to. Need help? Need a helping hand? Reach out to the web experts at The Digital and find out how we can help. Have a good one.